This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. It is time to connect the dots, explode, and then reassemble issues related to the PGA Tour, its unholy future alliance with the Saudi Arabian government, the crown prince through his private investment fund, the PIF, the merger between the PGA Tour, Live Golf, wholly owned by the crown prince and his family through the PIF, um, the takeover, if you will, by the Saudi government of an institution that used to be beloved by the American people. What's the Senate doing about it? What's the Department of Justice doing about it, both from an antitrust and from a Jack Smith special counsel? What is Donald Trump's benefit in all of this? How is he being benefited? And how does that link back to all of the criminal investigations of Donald Trump? I'm going to do it here on this hot take. Here we go. Let's start with who's who, because it's a little bit confusing, even though you hear the names over and over again. When I say the PGA Tour, I'm not talking about the PGA Golf Championship or the Masters or the U.S. Open or the Open in, in Britain. I'm talking about a tour, actually over a dozen tours that's run by an entity called the PGA Tour that doesn't run the big four golf championships, including the one going on today, the U.S. Open, but runs every other golf tournament that you hear about around the world on a weekly basis, that PGA Tour. And they also run the Players' Championship, the FedEx Cup, the President's Cup, and again, more than 50 other tournaments around the country. Founded in 1916, a U.S. institution. They're about to get into an unholy alliance, creating a joint venture with um, the Saudi Arabian government's private investment fund, the PIF. PIF, who's chaired by Yasser al-Ramayan. You're going to hear a lot about Yasser al-Ramayan because he's going to be the chairman of the new combined joint venture between the U.S.'s PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabian government's PIF and their LIVE, L-I-V, Renegade Breakaway Golf Tournament and golf tour that took with them 30 or 40 pro golfers by paying them hundreds of millions of dollars to leave the PGA Tour and go start a rival tour. These players, let's face it, patsies, money hungry, hadn't made enough on the PGA Tour, wanted to do 10 times or 100 times what they've made on the PGA Tour. A perfect example of textbook sports washing by the Saudi government. What are they washing? They're washing their hands of the blood of having supported the 9-11 hijackers. That's already been established by various committees of the U.S. government. That's clear in everybody's mind, except for the former president, Donald Trump. We'll talk about that next, who, because he's going to line his pockets as a host of several of the future tournaments of the combined Live and PGA Tour, let's say in 2024, at one of several of his golf courses, two of which are part of the criminal indictment and investigation by Jack Smith, Bedminster, right, and Doral in Miami, both of those, they're looking into that relationship. The Saudi, the sports washing is that 9-11 hijackers were supported by the Saudi government to do their attacks on 9-11 on the Pentagon and at the World Trade Center which led to over 4,000 people, 4,000 mostly Americans, but not only Americans, dying on that day after Pearl Harbor, the most heinous attack in U.S. history. Saudi government backed it. 
Saudi government also has blood on their hands that they need to sports wash away by investing in uh, soccer uh, clubs and trying to get people like Messi and others to go play for them because they want people to forget that the crown prince gave the order to kill and dismember a U.S. citizen, Washington Post reporter, Jamal Khashoggi, just several years ago. CIA and other major intelligence community members for the United States and abroad have concluded that the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who also controls the private investment fund that's making the investment in the joint venture between the PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia, was responsible for that. That is what sport, sports washing means. Donald Trump, when he was candidate Trump, made statements indicating that he knew that the Saudi government was behind the attacks on 9-11. In fact, in a recent quote, in a quote, or not maybe not that, not that recent, but in, in 2016, he is quoted when he was candidate Trump again as saying that everybody knows that the Saudi government was behind it. Let's look at those documents and those relationships. He was doing that to try to attack the Clintons and Hillary Clinton, but that was the statement he, he made. But then just recently, after a number of his failing golf courses were propped up and money put in his pocket because they were selected to be part of the, the uh, live golf tour by the Saudis after the PGA tour and all of the golf courses associated with it closed their doors to the Saudis who stepped forward and said, I've got some empty failing golf courses that could use a, a glamorous tournament sponsored by the Saudi Arabians who attacked America. That was Donald Trump. And then he's quoted and we'll run that video. Now that clip when he was interviewed recently, he said this, you're so closely associated with the city of New York. Yeah. You, of all people, understand the passion surrounding 9-11. What do you say to those family members who protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have, as to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. So nobody's really been there, but I can tell you that... Uh, there are a lot of really great people that are out here today, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to celebrate, and money's going to charity. A lot of money's going to charity. And you have really the best players in the world, many of the best players in the world, and soon you'll probably have all of them. Right. When there's money at stake that's going to lie in his pocket, he will sell out American values and patriotism and his role as a former president of the United States because he wants to make money. You heard it. There's no other way to spin it. You got the quote from 2016 for Donald Trump, right? Where he said, let's get to the bottom of it. Everybody knows the Saudis did it. And then when they prop up his failing golf courses, the Saudis, then it's, they're our friends. I have a lot of friends that are Saudis. Saudis invest in a lot of American companies. We haven't really gotten to the bottom of who's responsible for 9-11. This man is a embarrassment should never get anywhere close to our national security and defense information and top secrets ever again, should never, he should be completely disqualified from ever serving as the leader of the free world, as the president of the United States. And it's statements just like that one that proved that he's unfit for office. Let's stop cutting down trees to make toilet paper. It's true. Humans are cutting down tens of thousands every day just to supply the American need for toilet paper. 
And the worst part is that when we use trees for toilet paper, it's just one use and done. It obviously can't be recycled or reused, so it just goes straight into our water system. That's why I made the switch to real paper. Real is 100% bamboo, so we're using a plant that grows fast, can be harvested and regenerated like grass on a lawn. And it doesn't impact entire ecosystems of forests. Real is the best kind of eco-friendly product because it doesn't feel like you're sacrificing something to help the earth. In fact, it feels like an upgrade. It's always shipped free to my door in plastic-free packaging, and I can schedule it on a subscription so that it comes exactly when I need it. And I never have to worry about forgetting to buy any at the store. Real is now partnered with one tree planted. With every box of real that you buy, they are funding reforestation efforts across the country. So unlike the other TP that cuts down trees, Real is helping to actively plant them. I'm thrilled to have Real Paper as a sponsor to align my eco goals with a product that nature makes me use every day and to avoid further impact on the planet. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping in 100% recyclable plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash legalaf and sign up for a subscription using code legalaf at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R.com slash legalaf or enter promo code legalaf to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's make a change for good this year and switch to real paper. Real is paper for the planet. So the Department of Justice and the Senate are now very, very, let's just say, intrigued by this joint venture, surprise joint venture that was just announced out of the blue in the last 10 days. So surprising that even the players on the PGA Tour, even those that are on its governing body, didn't know about the deal until a week later. Nothing smells nefarious, backroom, smoke-filled deal-making like leaving out the players from that decision-making. And now, suddenly, the PGA head, Jay Monahan, he's taken a mysterious leave of absence, right? Suddenly needs to get closer to his friends, you know, his family, and because he's allegedly ill, so he's, he's disappeared. And now you're left with the Senate Permanent Investigation Committee led by Senator Blumenthal of Connecticut, who says, as of today, that they're going to be using their subpoena power to get to the bottom of it. And the quote, that Blumenthal said, which we're gonna we're gonna put up on the board, I think sums it up. Um, and you know, uh, the way that the, we tie all this together to the national security interests is as follows. Let's put the quote up on the board. Basically, what he's saying there, as you can see, is that that um, there is a risk to the American security, a great risk to American security in a repressive regime, having this kind of influence over a a, a central, iconic, cherished institution of America, that being the PGA Tour. Can you imagine now all of these double agents for Saudi Arabia who are allegedly part of the uh, private investment fund, but are also a part of the CIA version for Saudi Arabia, now having carte blanche to come to America whenever they like, set up shop, in golf tournaments and surveil the American people and surveil our national security. Talk about a Trojan horse. Trojan horse in the form of a giant golf tournament 
coming to your town soon. And hopefully your military bases, installations, and secrets are safe from that. And that's what Blumenthal is going to get to the bottom of. Trump has no problem with it. As long as this grift puts money in his pocket, his family's pocket, he's got no problem with it whatsoever. He's never met a national security risk that couldn't be overcome by lining his pockets with American or, or foreign money in this case. So that's where we are. The Department of Justice really has this in two ways. Jack Smith, earlier in, in May, we learned, has also subpoenaed the Trump Organization to get all of its records about the relationship between Donald Trump, Trump Organization, and the Saudi Arabian uh, government and the private investment fund about Live Golf. Because, not because it's an independent investigation, because he's going to link this, Jack Smith, ultimately, to the um, documents that were withheld at Mar-a-Lago and hidden, secreted by Donald Trump, refused to be turned over to see if he was in a transactional way trying to hold those documents to give him leverage in his negotiations with his uh, business partner, the Saudi Arabian government, about live. You know, wouldn't that be handy if he just happened to have a nice piece of paper in one of those beautiful mind crazy boxes of his overflowing with documents? And he just pulled one out and said, well, you know, maybe you want to increase your offer a bit or I'll let this secret be revealed. Does anybody watching this hot take think that that's not possible? So Jack Smith's looking at it there and tying Live Golf, Donald Trump, Saudi Arabians, the private investment fund all together in the continuing criminal investigation of Donald Trump, while in the other part of the House at the Department of Justice, it's antitrust division, which does exactly what you think it does, making sure that the PGA, actually, they were focused on whether the PGA tour had committed criminal and civil violations of antitrust law because they were trying to crush their rival, live, and not letting them live. Um, how ironic, given the Saudi Arabian sport washing angle here on the hot take, trying to crush their competitor, which you're not supposed to do when there really is no competition in the world of golf and running tournaments. When you have one entity called the PGA Tour, which as I said at the top of the hot take, is running 50 or more tournaments. When a rival upstart says, hey, I'm on a do a few tournaments, and all the PGA does is like crush them by trying to penalize any players that would go over to a rival league, putting aside the sports washing problem and the problem of the unholy alliance between PGA Tour and the Saudis, right? There's also an underlying antitrust problem, right? Isn't this complicated? Isn't this strange bedfellows that the Department of Justice, one side of the house, is investigating whether the PGA did something wrong in trying to crush its rival, even though the rival is owned by the Saudi government, which has blood on its hands for attacking America. That's our justice system, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we don't turn a blind eye just because we find something unsavory, right? We're not prosecuting Donald Trump because he's the political rival of Joe Biden. We're prosecuting Donald Trump because he's alleged to have committed a lot of crimes. And those that say, give him a pass. He's, I like the guy. He's my guy. He's my president. That's not our justice system. That's not our jurisprudence. And you wouldn't want it to go the other way, right? The Democrats didn't say, we like Clinton. We did. <laughs> we like Clinton. Who cares what he did in the White House with Monica Lewinsky? Who cares what he did, um, you know, between the Clinton Foundation with his wife and, and, um, and access to uh, the Secretary of State? We like him. 
Let's, avo- let's not look at those crimes. Let's move on. Isn't there something better to do? Can you imagine if the Democrats did that? But so, yes, it's weird. The Department of Justice's antitrust division is looking at, you know, going after the PGA. And I don't think it's over, right? Just because they're about to merge. I think there was already a potential violation of criminal and civil antitrust laws. And the Department of Justice has not closed its file yet. That side of the Department of Justice, while Maine Justice, or the special counsel's office, led by Jack Smith, is looking at the relationship, unsavory relationship, criminal potential relationship between the Saudi government, its private investment fund, um, and the Mar-a-Lago documents and other things. So look, for, for those that follow us globally, and for those that you know are finding our justice system on these hot takes and through Legal AF, our podcast on Wednesdays and Saturdays, also only on the Midas Touch Network. If you find it like a little bit maddening about, well, how can you go after PGA Tour and also the Saudi government? And because we try to enforce the laws, we are a we are a society that's supposed to be based on laws, not men. And so sometimes that puts you in a weird place as the Department of Justice, as our nation's highest law enforcement and legal officers, to not turn a blind eye, regardless of power, and regardless of where it takes you. If if the PGA Tour violated the antitrust law, they should be there should be a suit against them, and or they should be prosecuted. Just because we also don't like the Saudi Arabian government because of all the people that they killed, American citizens and otherwise, that doesn't mean the PGA Tour gets a pass for trying to crush a rival sports league, even one that was owned by the Saudis. So we're going to follow these complicated data points on this kind of hot take that I do about every day where I sit at the intersection of law and politics and tie it all together for you. We then curate sort of the top versions of those stories during the week on a podcast that I co-anchored and co-founded called Legal AF, also on the Midas Touch Network on Wednesdays and Saturdays. You can watch it on the YouTube channel for Midas Touch, or you can get it anywhere that you pull your podcast from. And if you like what I'm doing, give me a thumbs up here. It helps bring more of these hot takes to you. It helps improve the hot takes and the quantity and the quality of them. I read your comments which again is part of the quality control system that we use at Midas Touch. And then you can also follow me on all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.